Hello, welcome to Nerd Cannon. I'm Beth. As if. As if. Whatever. (laughs) Did I use that right? This is. Yeah, you did great. <laughs> this is a podcast. I mean, I am actually Beth, though. Okay, record. right. <laughs> so, mm, be for effort. <laughs> okay. This is a podcast where two librarians look at pop culture cornerstones from their childhood and decide if they're good enough to be shared with the next generation of nerds. Hi, Paul. Hi. And do you have a bad synopsis for us? Sure. I'm going to try and use all these words correctly. You ready? Despite a looked-out life, total Betty Cher is ready to be outie of the immature boinkfest of her high school scene, but has to avoid all the toe-up Monets and Lodies that might prevent her from realizing the Baldwin right in front of her. Oh, you did so good! Snaps to you! <laughs> <laughs> there you um, go. Major props. You did great. Mm-hmm. Major props. Major props. Clueless was released on July 19th, 1995, written and directed by Amy Heckerling. Uh, starring Alicia, Alicia Silverstone, Stacey Dash, Brittany Murphy, and Paul Rudd. The Rotten Tomatoes was 81% and the audience was 76%. Can I ask a question already? You can. Is her name Alicia or Alicia? I believe it's Alicia. Alicia. All right. I'm at like cool. a 97% certainty on okay. Alicia. Alicia. Sure. Yeah. And so that's my story about that. Um, what was your experience <laughs> with Clueless as a kid? I saw it. I don't know why I saw it. This is not the kind of movie I feel like I would have gone to the theater to see. I think I saw it just because of the spread of it, that it was a thing that everybody watched. That it, like everybody knew that it happened and it was a thing that just everybody watched. So I don't know. I really don't remember the context in which I saw it, but I definitely saw it around the time it came out. Uh, but I have not watched it again since. So <laughs> what about you, Beth? Completely opposite. Yeah. I saw it a million times. I don't know if I saw it full price, but I definitely saw it cheap show. As we've talked mm-hmm. about, this was right mm-hmm. in that sweet spot of cheap show time for me, 95, and uh, probably with a uh, good good friend, Kathy Fry, you know, who I like to dox, who I've not seen in 20 years. But, <laughs> you know, that was my movie going buddy, and I'm sure I saw it with her. And then a million times, as soon as I could see it again, I I have... There are lines from this that we still say in our regular mm-hmm. rotation all the time. And I like literally we rewatched this last month and then I went, oh, I get to watch it for the podcast too. Like we, this is a huge <laughs> rewatcher for me. I love it. So that's, that's, yeah. you know, spoiler alert. Two trivia's in a lie. Ready? Hold on. I, I said I had to watch oh. a movie. You know, my mouth. Wife Rebecca was like, what are you doing tonight? And I said, well, I have to watch a movie for podcast homework. And she was like, oh, sucks to be you, I guess. Such a terrible life. You have to watch movies for homework. Right. And she was like, what are you watching? And I said, well, I'm watching Clueless. And she was like, oh, I love that movie. Uh-huh. she couldn't watch with me because she had other stuff to do. So I was going to say, jealous. I feel like Rebecca understands. Yeah, I she does like, understand. I feel like she gets it. Because <laughs> we were like right there. Like it was like yes. she's like just – slightly older than we were when this came out like i was Mm -hmm. what in middle school you know what i mean and like god i oof okay so juju reviews and a lie the costume budget was four hundred thousand dollars to accommodate all the 75 outfit changes in the film it is loosely based on jane austen's 1815 novel emma and stacy dash was the oldest cast member among those who played students she was 29 portraying a character half her age okay uh, I do. I am pretty sure that the last one is true. And I guess, I don't know if this is cheating, but I mean, I specifically looked up because I was curious how old 
Alicia Silverstone was for the character she was playing. And mm-hmm. then it like came up that I, I, I'm pretty sure that I was like, whoa, wait, she's a lot older than I thought. So I think the last one is true. Fuck. Emma, man. What, you're not up on your Austin? I fucking hate Austin. Come on. Same girl. <laughs> same girl. Same. That's not for me. No, it's definitely not I for me. I am not me. a classics librarian. <laughs> <laughs> but my colleague is, so it's all good. There was a time in my life where I thought I was... This was before I even was in library land, and I was like, I should read all of the classics. Every oh my god, did we, we both talked about this. Oh god, we did and this. I, we both did probably this. Probably Jane Austen. I was like, nope. Okay, that that's a, that was just a phase. I'm just gonna read good things and not shitty things. <laughs> Man, I don't know. But you said how much? How much was the dollar amount for the four hundred thousand? I said, holy shit. I mean, that sounds like a lot. A lot, a lot. I don't actually know how movie budgets are calculated. <laughs> like, is that for a lot? just their wardrobe? I mean, I guess I don't know enough about Emma to know if that's true or not. I'm gonna say the first one's a fiction. You made up a dollar amount or something. You're right. right. It was so okay. So my impression was that it was actually so it was two hundred thousand, and it was only sixty three outfit changes. And they were saying that that was actually like Still. less than one might think based on movie budget costumes because yeah, I guess I don't know enough about that either. <laughs> well, right, that's what I that was what I took away from that. But in general, they didn't put they only like only that John Paul Gaultier outfit she's wearing at the very beginning, the plaid yellow outfit. Like that's the most expensive thing she wears, and everything else was like mall. Like they wanted them to look like mall rats, like that they uh, were okay stuff that they could get at the mall. So mm-hmm. um, it was like an intentional choice not to give her every single super expensive thing, but I wouldn't have fucking known the difference then or now. Yeah. So it's absolutely based on Emma. You can oh. go on Wikipedia if you would like to do so, and you can see a little breakdown of all of the characters and who they like match up with in the story and what some of the like difference and changes were, but it's really like kind of, close huh like Great. elton is mr elton in the book yeah so it like is pretty close and the stacy dash thing is wild to me because they do that a lot you know where they put older people but she is legit 29 and then after this movie came out she was playing dion in the show and she was like in her 30s like and she was yeah. playing like a high school you know so yeah. and i she looks young enough like but it's mm-hmm. just wild it's wild and then yeah, like wild. you're that age as an actor and then you're like well shit how long am i gonna play fucking teenagers <laughs> so anyway that's wild um i have more fun facts sounds good so they came 20th century fox approached heckerling they wanted to do a story about teenagers but not nerds and so she knew she wanted it to be cool kids and <laughs> <Okay>. she had said <laughs> she had said the most successful character that she had ever done up to that point was spicoli in fast times at ridgemont high and she's like, people think that he's so popular because he was like stoned, but that's not it. It's because he's positive. So she thought, I'm going to write a character who's really positive and happy and sweet. And that was Cher. So hmm. I read a lot of discourse on the film 
um, talking about that one of the reasons that they think it's so enduring is that everyone is nice. Like most yeah. of them are very sweet and very kind and they mean well. Even like how Amber is kind of snippy with her, like she's really right. not that much of an asshole. Like, yeah, I was going to ask you about Amber actually. Yeah, but anyway, so like that, I thought that was like a, when she said it and I read it, I was like, oh, that actually makes a lot of sense to me. And maybe that's why it has such a rewatch value for me because like everyone is sweet. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, Sarah Michelle Geller was offered the role of Amber, but turned it down due to her commitments on All My Children. And Zoe Deschanel <laughs> auditioned and didn't get the part either. Heckerling saw Silverstone in the Aerosmith music video for Crying and kept her in the back of her mind for Cher. So the studio was like, pick Alicia Witt or Carrie Russell or Gwyneth Paltrow or Angelina Jolie or Reese Witherspoon. And she was like, well, they're all fine, but I kind of have Alicia Silverstone. Like I saw her in that video and I think she has the right, like whatever. And the studio let her let her pick Alicia, even though she wasn't, hmm. you know, hugely famous at that point. Right. So at one point... At one point when Ty, the, the worst insult of all time, you're a virgin who can't drive. When <laughs> she said impression. that. Oh, I got I got him for you. Brittany <laughs> Murphy later confessed that at the time of filming that she was a virgin who couldn't drive. And so <laughs> she thought that was really funny. <laughs> During the game of suck and blow, the cast was unable to sustain the breath to make a real credit card pass from mouth to mouth. So they made a prop credit card. And that didn't work. So then they drilled holes into it. And then they had to eventually just coat their mouths in like sticky chapstick. And that's <laughs> absurd to me. That and I absurd. just think it's super funny. Like that process had to happen. Like while all those actors were on set, like waiting in their stupid outfits. Like, yeah. well, now we have yeah. to fiddle with our dumb car. Like, I don't know. I just love to imagine that. <laughs> Dan Hedaya considered this movie and his role in the film his favorite filmmaking experience. Oh, above Usual Suspects, man. Yes, because he's only in Usual Suspects for like two minutes. And <laughs> he is only in it for two minutes. is a delight in this goddamn movie. Yeah. The cover of All By Myself, did you recognize who was singing that when that happened? you know at all what I'm talking about? No. So when Cher has her moment that she's totally butt crazy in love with Josh and there's like the song in the background, yeah. it's a cover of All By Myself. It's Jewel. Mm-hmm. And it was more than a year before Who Will Save Your Soul came out. And so it like her album had only just come out, so she wasn't super famous yet. And so they didn't put the song on the soundtrack. And then Weird. she became like wildly famous and they were like, we missed an opportunity. Cher <laughs> <laughs> so, um, does not turn the oven off after she burns that cookie. So she, they run out of the kitchen and that oven is still on. Yep. And there's tons, we can talk about this as we go more, but there's tons of intentional framing to let you know that Christian is gay. And it's not just that he's like flirting with the bartender, but like literally he shows up like in front of a sign that says end discrimination. And he shows up in front of two men kissing at the museum. And he like, mm-hmm. they keep, he's reading a book about gay people. Like they just keep, doing tons of clues mm-hmm. and poor Cher has no idea. So those are my fun facts. Let's talk about Sounds the movie. Good. Yeah. Kids in America. So every time this hey. opens, what? Go ahead. No, I was, no, all I was going to say is kids in America goes into David Bowie, but David sure Bowie's not on, not on the soundtrack. Cause I looked at that. I thought he they make some weird choices sometimes with soundtracks um, and what gets included and what doesn't. 
There's a yeah. lot that goes into that. I think that we don't know about, but mm. the first like couple bars of Kids in America to me always makes me think of the song Perfect Day, which is at the beginning of Legally Blonde. The songs don't really sound a ton like each other, but the first couple like guitar riffs mm-hmm. and it, you know, and it's like the credits and you just hear that. Yeah. And it reminds me of that other song every time for a split second. And then I'm like, nope, this is a different one, but they're both <laughs> montages, cool kid montages. Yeah. So we get a cool kid montage to we're the kids <laughs> in America. Man, this music in this movie is great. It is good. Yeah. And then we segue into the costume computer or the, the <laughs> or the fashion clothing. computer. <laughs> the fashion computer. Yes, which is hilarious. Which, to this day, I would pay money to make that happen if that could happen. Picking out clothing is is awful. Picking out clothing to go to work is literally my most dreaded thing. Okay, so here's the thing. First thing, it's not making the choice for her, right? She's just like Looking at the different combinations. Correct. Like as though she were a paper doll. She's like, would this shirt look good with this? It's pretty hard to wonder if your shirt is going to look good with your skirt when it is literally the same tartan and it was designed to go together. I don't know that that's a real challenge that you need a computer for, but. (sighs) Okay. I need a computer. I need a computer to tell me this is what to wear. Just like, I don't want to sit there and say. Like, I want to look at myself as a paper doll and put different things on. Right. I just want to hit, like, outfit. And then it's like, here, wear this. And I then I can just know, pull it like, out of the I need it closet. to know exactly what temperature and conditions I'm about to face. And I need it oh. to know if that thing is clean or not. Because that's, those <laughs> that's are, true. like... That's true. Like, is my <laughs> I'm bad at laundry. But my biggest thing with getting dressed is never knowing what... Like, my, my library is a different temperature every day. I never know what I'm getting into. <laughs> That's real. It reminded me of Clarissa's computer because, like, that's just not how computers yeah. worked at that that's, time. Yeah. And so, yeah, yeah. really funny well, to me. I was thinking 95. She's got a touch screen. That would have been really kind of like, I remember going to like Disney or something and they had touch screen monitors and it was like mind blowing that that was a thing right. you could touch and it did something. But I will tell you, I might cut this out, but I will tell you, I have downloaded an app that you're supposed to, I've never used it because of the the steep cost of adopting it, the time involved. You're supposed yeah. to like put a white sheet out and then like lay your clothes on it and take pictures of all your clothes. Wow. And then seriously? It, and then, yeah. And then you can, and it like has a, then it has like a database of your clothes and you can say like, this is what I'm wearing on a different day. And the only reason I wanted it was because I want to be able to be like, Here's what I'm wearing for the week. God, and I think mine I don't would have to short out because it. it's like 800 <laughs> pairs of black leggings and like three shirts, and it would be like we hate you. Great. I just want, yeah. My my outfit is not that complicated. It's just pants and then like an, yet another polo shirt. So, well, yeah. you and I are both big fans of the graphic tee. Yes, but I don't wear this to work usually. Yeah, I I more and more I just do. I don't care. Yeah. Anywho, so then she's like giving a little background. Daddy's a lawyer. He's the scariest kind. And I love that Lucy <laughs> just runs away. He like walks yeah, towards her and she yeah, goes, yeah. wow. And she like yeah. runs away. I love Lucy. And then this whole thing with, she's really taking care of him. She's getting him his juice. She's reminding him about his flu shot. She's making him keep up relationships with the grandparents. Mm-hmm. Like, And then this whole thing with Josh goes by quick where he explains that's like my ex my dad's ex-wife's 
kid, like my ex stepbrother. But yeah. Dan Hidea says, "You divorce, you divorce wives, not kids," and I really like that. So. It's almost like we plan to watch two Dan and I movies in a row. Like <laughs> almost like that. Uh, we didn't, but I. The thing with Josh, and this this part goes by so fast that this always bothered me about the movie that I was always confused about. Like, are they brother and sister? And it gets kind of weird, right? So, and she says you're o- you were only married to his mom for like five minutes, and yeah. he just likes them like probably because right. he has a crush on on Cher but also I think he really admires I don't know his character's name Dan Hedaya and so right. well and he, wants, know, to he wants to be, be a, a lawyer of some kind yeah so yeah. like he Mel his name is so Mel. he just wants to keep himself ingratiated to that and I don't think he likes his new his mom's new husband right but you're right it goes by a little it's one titch too quick but the whole beginning you get so much like she mm-hmm. Gives you a ton of stuff on that little bit. Do you see when sh- when she gives him the orange juice? He like they're like in the kitchen. He turns around and goes through the door, and like hiding behind the door is the maid. You can basically yeah. like just see part of her. You can't see her head or anything, but she's clearly like hiding behind the door, and she- they don't even acknowledge it. It's just randomly, she's in the back of the shot as like a scary. This person. She's afraid. Yeah. She's so scared. Yeah. And we go pick up Dion and she says, I appreciate Dion for her courageous fashion efforts. <laughs> and they're both named after <laughs> singers from the 70s who now do mm-hmm. infomercials. Mm-hmm. So I like she says her Jeep is loked out. I don't quite understand what that came from or what it's supposed to mean, and it never caught I on. I don't either. But loked then we get out. to school and Murray is like, you be jeeping. Which, what? <laughs> and my favorite thing about Murray and his nonsense is the friend, Lawrence, who's always just like, she be jeeping. Like, he always just, like, backs him up, and I love that. I do not wear polyester hair. I have to back up a second because the one, the, something is just, I don't know why this tickles my funny bone, but when she's driving the Jeep and she runs over the potted plant thing, <laughs> and she right. just she says something like it just came out of nowhere or whatever and I don't There's know why that, that just my funny like I don't know yeah she's terrible dri- oh should I leave a note like she, she yeah, yeah. She's, a she's not good driver. at it mm-hmm. that hat is something Dion's got some hat on Dion has braiding Dr. Seuss's like whatever she's <laughs> yeah and then but she wears that shit with confidence and then her mm-hmm. and Murray Dion and Murray have to have these like weird public fights that everybody like has mm-hmm. to like ooh and ah over and my favorite thing is that Cher's just like I'm just gonna leave this conversation I don't need to watch this nonsense <laughs> so and then she goes on her theory of like gross gross high school boys ew as if like that's where we get our first one mm-hmm. yes um, mm-hmm. the guy tries to like mack on her and she pushes him and doesn't even break her stride oh as if it's my favorite <laughs> So then we get to debate class. Wallace Shawn. And and Wallace Shawn is there, and he's so yeah. delightful. So that was based on her, a real teacher that she knew, and the teacher in real life is the principal. He doesn't have any lines. He's only in it for like a minute. But like, so huh. the real Mr. Hall is the principal. <laughs> and she tells the whole story about a dinner party and relates it to the Hadians. And uh, here's the thing <laughs> yeah. is that 
Alicia Silverstone really just said it wrong because she really didn't know how to say Haitian. And so she said it wrong and Heckerling was like, nobody tell her because Ah. she thought Ah. it was so precious. So, and I guarantee half those kids in that room listening didn't know either. So I don't know that if you would have surveyed my high school class in 1995, if they would have known the Haitians versus the Haitians, but so she, but so it was like a real sweet, like actual mistake and they left it in. And I think that's really cute. Mm -hmm. Amber does the the finger W at this point. Yeah. For whatever, which. Ever. That, that was a thing for a while. Like people did really unironically. I feel like it specifically is from Amber in this movie. Like hundred yeah, percent. Yeah. yeah. And she's got that fuzzy headband and she's got that fucking hair. You know who she reminds me of with that hair is the D like Groove is in the Heart video. Which if you don't know what I'm talking about, <laughs> I'm about to put that away. I thought it was Betty I thought the whole like it was a Flintstones thing. Oh, totally no, could okay. be that too, but she definitely looks like that yeah, I know what you're talking about. Slide whistle. Grooves in the heart. Anyway, so <laughs> yes. um, she does the whatever hands. Her hair uh-huh. is ridiculous. Yes. May I remind you that there is no RSVP on the Statue of Liberty. And <laughs> yep. she has her matching gum on her finger while she's pointing. Oh, I don't like gum. That's gross. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody likes gum. Only high school people <laughs> like gum. That's true. Yeah, I can't so, find my cranberry CD either, Elton. <laughs> no, right? Elton is the worst. If you he's notice, literally every time he's in a classroom, he raises his hand and says some bullshit thing to the some teacher. My butt is yeah, like yeah, some yeah. stupid thing. I know now as a teacher that I would fucking hate that kid. <laughs> so I here's the thing about Elton. I think Jeremy Sisto was really, really handsome, and he was played a really troubled guy on Six Feet Under, and I thought he was so sexy, and now I'm like, mm. Like, watching it now, I'm like, Paul Rudd. <laughs> Breckenmeyer with his um, Nin analogy, and <laughs> Mr. Hall's like, tolerance is always a good lesson, even <laughs> when it comes out of nowhere. <laughs> yep. yep. And they get their report cards, and he's going to jump. <laughs> Yeah, please postpone your suicide attempts to next period. (laughs) Yeah, which is like sounds exactly like a thing I would say because I'm like, Uh I don't want to have to do paperwork. (laughs) They do the cell phones in the hallway until they meet up Mm -hmm. and then they just continue their conversations, which is Mm -hmm. cute. And then we go back to the house and we see the mom picture. Is it Mama Betty? She died in a freak liposuction accident. Right. Yep. So Paul Rudd is there listening to sad boy songs. And he looks the same. He looks exactly what? the same. I, Paul Rudd vampire. looks exactly the same as he does now. Yes, uh-huh. he's a vampire. He's got to be. I really don't want anyone to ever ruin him for me. I hope he never becomes problematic because he seems like a real Yeah. Guy. There's some people in this movie who got kind of problematic, but he's not well, one of them, I think. Yeah, right? Like, I just I don't want that to happen. <laughs> yep. So she calls him Kato, which is funny. And uh, then they watch Beavis and Butthead, which is the Cornholio episode. And my favorite is, I feel like they have really good chemistry. And from the minute they show them together, they have this really good, like, back and forth. Like, they really do pick on each other in a really witty way. And I feel Mm -hmm. like as much as they show her share sometimes being kind of, she's really not ditzy. She makes some really good like, she just, I don't know. She's smarter than I think she comes off as at first. I think she's smarter. She just has, she comes off to me as she's very smart, but she doesn't have 
any life experience outside of her bubble. Sure. To under, really like, naive. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sure. But she's like, yeah, I still need lessons in being cool from you. And he's like, she, he goes, oh, did you grow? And she goes, well, his head did. <laughs> There's just too many good lines, like all of it. Yeah. I don't want you to have a frustra- frustrating life. And she goes, well, he'll have that anyway. I have direction toward the mall. Like they have this whole <laughs> yeah. like yeah. sibling rivalry nonsense thing. We have downtown Julie Brown as the PE teacher. Uh, the PE teacher, man-hating lesbian PE teacher, which is, yeah. is I think we don't really need to do anymore, right? Can we it's just... not a stereotype that we probably need to keep to keep yeah. doing. It's a stereotype for a reason, but we probably don't need to keep <laughs> doing that. Yeah. Um, and then we see Mrs. Geist, and she's so cute, and. You know, it's we get all these little teacher moments, and then they're at the mall. This movie goes real quick from when it does. Like the story, I think, is pretty cohesive, and it goes really pretty cute. So then they're at the mall, and they're trying on hats again because Dion's thing is obviously hats. Mm-hmm. Can we pause for a and second it, on the mall? Yeah, because so ninety five was the same year I think that Mall Rats came out, mm-hmm. and. The thing was, so I did not grow up in a place where I had a mall that was close enough to really be a, like a hangout. And, but I'm aware that that was a thing that many people our age did was you go to the mall to hang out. Sure, I did that. And I asked, anyway, I was talking to a class the other day and I, I, I literally just polled a bunch of seventh graders like, hey, do you all ever just go to the mall to hang out? And a huge percent of it, far more of them said, yes, we go to the mall just to walk around and hang out just to walk than around I would and hang have out. anticipated because I didn't yeah. think it was really a thing anymore. There's so well, much mall Especially at the mall and, near like, where we teach, the mall is really pretty lame. They probably go to the right. further away nicer one, but right. here's the thing. There's not a lot of places for teenagers to go where the parents are going to let them just go for a couple of hours and they can just be there. Right. So I can see why they would still do it to an extent. I didn't do right. it a ton by the time I was in high school because I kind of had a crew that had a spot to hang out, but I definitely right. did that in middle school, like 100%. Um, we would get dropped off on a Saturday for like four hours or five hours and we would like eat lunch. Yeah. And your parents would be like, well, I guess I'll see you at dinner. And you'd be like, bye. And then yeah. the idea of being gone from my house that long with no way to get home now gives me fucking hives. But when I was in middle <laughs> school, I was down for it. Yeah. Anyway. So they try on all those hats, man. Those hats were really such a thing. And uh, I definitely had some of those. I definitely had like a flower hat and shit that I legitimately wore. <laughs> and then we a get back to school. Hat. and I did. I had the blossom hat. Absolutely. Um, and I looked mm-hmm. fucking adorable in it. I had a bucket hat I looked real cute in. I have a peanut head, so it's a hard time. But, you know, fashions is a sacrifice. Travis Birkenstock like sh- had 38 tardies. Sh- <laughs> before that shit, I forget even what the quote was. She's like, it's a famous quote from where? Cliff's notes? Like <laughs> that's pretty that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yep. Travis Workenstock has 38 tardies mm-hmm. and he gives an acceptance speech, which I love yep. it. And yep. then Cher objects to a tardy because she was surfing the crimson wave and she had to haul ass to the ladies. And uh <laughs> If you yep. don't think that I then used that and only that to describe my period for the next five years, you'd be wrong. Mm-hmm. That's a real good one. 
I love yep. Dan Hedaya yelling at her about the ticket. <laughs> she has <laughs> What's no the idea how the parking when everywhere you have, go has valet. Whenever you go has valet. Yep. Two permits do not equal a license. <laughs> And then she goes to bug Josh because she needs a ride. And then, man, remember goatees? Remember goatees in the mm-hmm. late 90s? And every dude, like, I, I feel like every dude I knew was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to experiment with this weird goatee situation. I'm one and of those every ride. dudes. Yes. And, yeah. and it's happening. It's not a good time. I mean, I really thought they were so cool, though. So I don't know, man. At the time, they seemed real cool. <laughs> They're in the car together, and Paul Rudd says to her, if I saw you do something selfless, I'd die of shock. And she goes, oh, that'd be reason enough for me. It's <laughs> a pretty good one. So this is where I said, I feel like the script and the storytelling is really tight. Like, every little yeah. thing contributes to the storytelling. There feels like there isn't a lot of, like, just filler or gratuitous scenes. Like, it's all telling the story. Because then it immediately cuts to them at lunch, and she goes, would you call me selfish? And Dion goes, not to your face. (laughs) (laughs) Which I love. (laughs) They start their campaign of trying to get Hall and Geist together. There is an Mm -hmm. R word here, which I do not love. And I feel like it's like a big sour note in all the rest but i remember being a little kid and using that word and i had a teacher very kindly but very firmly and i was like little say to me like that's not a word that you should use and you know here's why and i was so embarrassed and i've like never said it again i don't think but i remember the the cultural shift from saying that word to not saying that word absolutely so every every once in a while when it shows up in an older thing you're like oh it like oof like (laughs) but it was hugely a cultural i i feel like that was yeah i said i definitely said that all the time i mean everybody looking back like i cringe at myself it's hard to like right. find fault with the movie to be like, well, that was the that was right, th- right. The thing that what people said that all the time. And all but the I time. will say, whatever successful campaign that we did to make people stop saying that, I feel like that ended really quickly. Like I feel yeah, like we all decided we weren't going to say it anymore, and then we just don't. And there's still a right. lot of other things that we say that are problematic. So can we can we get whoever was in <laughs> charge of that campaign right. to right. like do the rest of them? Like yeah. there's a lot, a lot of things that we say mm-hmm. that in our, in our regular idioms and our regular speech that are not cool. Hey Beth, do you remember when Mark Wahlberg was just Marky Mark and the funky bunch? Put <laughs> <laughs> a tree and she goes, Josh, why don't you just hire a gardener? <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. They do an ambush makeover on Mrs. Geist to send her out to have coffee. Yeah, that was and pretty good. I thought that was yeah, pretty good. The whole thing was good. There's no way a teacher doesn't see them like peering, creeping through the window when they like right. deliver the note for her, but Right, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But they just let them because they're popular and cute. So that's true. Okay. You know what I mean? Like they're like <laughs> yeah. on an assignment for some teacher. <laughs> yeah. The other the only other thing that I don't feel like I still like is two or three times she says that she feels like a heifer or she feels fat because she ate yeah. like regular yep. people food, yep. which I don't like. So she does that at this part and she does it one time later. But to me, those are like the big standout, like didn't age great moments and yeah. they're pretty minor. So, mm-hmm. but there's a whole montage then of Geist and Holland love. And I wrote a million yeah. little heart emojis. <laughs> it's very cute. I will tell you my experience of being a single teacher 
is that kids definitely wanted to cosplay and set you up. Like they wanted to like ship you and other teachers. Did that not happen to you? (laughs) You've always been married. Yeah. Yeah. No, I definitely had kids like write whole like tragic comedies in their head about other teachers that were single that I should. And then like when I got engaged, the kids were like, oh, and I'm like, well, I was never going to marry so-and-so. They're gay or (laughs) they're not into me or whatever. So that was funny to me. (laughs) <laughs> and their weekend homework is to have fun. And every mm-hmm. time they show Elton and he's not saying a douchey thing in class, he is touching Cher and trying to mack on her, which right. is gross. Yeah. So yeah. they close up on the report card. Her name is wrong. It's Cher Hamilton and her name is Cher Horowitz. So that's <laughs> weird and maybe on purpose because somebody, something was named Hamilton. But also uh-huh. the comment under geometry is nice shapes. <laughs> so... And he says, I couldn't be happier than if they were based on real grades. Yep, yep. <laughs> then we cut, smash cut quick again to gym class. And Amber says, I can't do anything. My plastic surgeon says I can't do anything where balls fly in my face. And she goes, there, there goes, goes your, your social, social life. life. <laughs> <laughs> yep. She could be a farmer in those clothes. Poor Ty. <laughs> so Ty shows I, up. There are outfits for tennis. First of all, I don't, they're all, all, every single one of them lined up against the fence there before Ty shows up. Yes. They're all in like these weird ass black and white white. outfits. I was like, is that their gym uniform? It was just bizarre. They have to wear black and white somehow. I don't know. It was a real choice. But Ty shows up, but I'm not sure what her deal is supposed to be. Ty, well, she's comes from like some shitty school and she was kind of like a druggie. That's what I got too. She's kind of a druggie. There's like drug references that she makes and she mistakes. Yeah, she coke says, No shit, cocaine. you guys got coke here? She's all is she, is she supposed to be from New York or somewhere? Like she's got a weird The accent is nondescript. <laughs> I don't okay. know if they ever really say But it is definitely a choice of like Oh, it's a choice. But she Yeah. Yeah. I don't know whose choice. <laughs> I feel like it's a yeah. like a or a jersey or something. I don't know. It's, it's just like it's East Coast. It's vaguely East Coast, yes, and they're in yeah. California, so they're like, right. "You are from far away." Right? <laughs> yeah. I wrote that I like the soundtrack here. I don't. I didn't write the song down, but whatever song was playing, I liked it. <laughs> I feel like there's a ton of good songs. Yeah. So Travis and Ty meet in the line, and she's showing all her Marvin the Martian. Remember, everybody loved Marvin mm-hmm. the Martian in the 90s. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, there's not much to him. She really does have like a yeah. nondescript yeah. accent going. <laughs> it's adorable, though. I think she is adorable. I want to pinch her cheeks. Like, I think yeah. everybody is so fucking cute in this movie. So then we get the makeup. The Oh, they say don't date the druggies. Mm-hmm. It's one thing to you know laugh at their jokes or s- spark up a doobage at a party, but don't date the loogies. Yeah. yeah. So then they have the makeover montage. I wanna be a supermodel, and she's so cute, and she's got kind of like childlike giggliness. And Dion is mm-hmm. not having it. Like, <laughs> does she say I've never had straight friends before? Yes. Okay. Yep. And they're like, oh, I, I was like, okay. Guys <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> are super duper nice to me. And then she goes, my buns, they don't feel <laughs> nothing like steel. I was just going to say, why did you do that line with the accent? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm making a comment. It's maybe it's not inappropriate because I was that age when I first saw it. Dude, Alicia, Alicia Silverstone's body and that fucking leotard. What? <laughs> Her butt. 
What? She looks very good in it. It's a concern. It is a concern. It's a concern. It makes me feel mm. like a dirty old man. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I was younger than her when I first saw it. So maybe that doesn't make me a creep. But yikes. Anyway. And then, and then you know, he's giving her a hard time. And then they cut to watch and tie on the couch. And she's singing the Mento song. Mento's fresh yeah, and full yeah, yeah. of love. And she has a lovely singing voice. She actually did music. Brittany Murphy did some, like, released some music after this. But then she says, he goes, I'll be seeing you. She says, yep, hope not sporadically. Yep. And that is something we say constantly in my family. <laughs> <laughs> hope not sporadically. So, yes, that is an enduring line from this. And then they're telling her, you have something at this, something that no one else at this school has. And she goes, oh, I'm not a virgin. <laughs> <laughs> I I like to pay attention. So in that scene before she before the Mentos, uh, Shara is with Josh in the kitchen, and mm-hmm. I like watching people make food in movies because oh, yeah. when it's like not the thing that they're actually supposed to be, you know, they're having a conversation. Like they're talking, but yeah. He's building a sandwich in that moment, and it's like the worst fucking sandwich in the world. None and of those bites are going to be okay. Like <laughs> I always wonder what do you, you know, like? It's like two pieces of dry bread. And like one piece of turkey or something, and right. the barest hint like of mayo, and like that's the cheese. Yeah. yeah. Well, and the other thing, if you think about how many times they probably filmed that, it was probably like yeah. warm and sitting under the lights all day. Yeah. Like, like I wonder how many sandwiches did he make? And then right. was he supposed to? And did they he, just disassemble chewing. those same pieces? Oh God. <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah, that's so funny. So they find out that Elton has the pick of Ty in his locker. Which is a weird thing, because then later it he's like, thing. I have a picture you took. And I'm like, that's not a thing anybody does. Well, you didn't even talk about like the random photo shoot. Yeah, so they like, have a random photo they shoot. They have a random photo shoot. And this is clearly shares like, I'm going to engineer this. So yes, I'm going to tell my yes. friends we're going to have a photo shoot at the fountain. I don't know. I never had a photo but shoot like, with my friends. I did. And all those kids would be into that. All Because like, here's the thing. Now you take pictures every two seconds. Yeah. But... Back in the day, it was more of a That's thing true. to like take photos. So if somebody brought a camera to school, everybody was like, "Oh, me, me, me!" Like, so all of yeah. those fucking self-absorbed kids would absolutely do that. The only photo shoots we ever had was like for a dance or something, and then you like yeah. all stand in a row and take your picture. But yeah, right. And then they do a cameo with the veil party. Remember maps? She's got the map thing, and there she's <laughs> the trying to navigate, book. and yeah, it's like yeah, upside yeah. down. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> her. Yep. So then here's suck and blow. God, Elton, can you suck? <laughs> She's so <laughs> And then yeah. Marie shaves his head because he's keeping it real. He's keeping it real. And Lawrence, he's keeping it real. He's, you look great. She's going to call his mom. Yep. Yep. So yeah. then that's just like their their drama thing that they do. Mm-hmm. And then you get a little moment between Ty and Travis, and she wants to do the coolest trick. And he's like, but then what would boys do to impress them? And she's like, I don't know, stuff. And he's like, stuff. And it's this whole really like weird, drawn-out thing. Um, and then a shoe knocks Tai out. That's Breck and Myers, Travis? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, okay. A shoe knocks Tai out. Ask her stuff. What's seven times seven? Stuff she stuff knows. Stuff she knows. <laughs> And then we get the classic rolling with the homies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I feel like they only sang three notes, but they both tried to really outdo each other with who could sing it more singy like and not Coolio like. So I don't know who won, but 
I wrote Elton is predictably a douche here, but I don't remember what he did. He just was a douche in general. Okay. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, because then they were trying to leave and this is before like they a- left though. Well, there's a whole like weird might, location wow. conversation that happens between Summer and Elton trying to decide who goes with whom. And well, then he's really a douche when when they're well, yeah, away, but Summer but... is just low key stealing that snowman. She's just like, <laughs> yeah, the think? snowman and like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was pretty random fiesta, and she's stealing a snowman, so that's great. And then fucking Elton singing the cranberries. Ew, he found a CD, <laughs> and he really wants you to know that he can sing, so he's doing that. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, I knew it. You're totally sprung on me. And I will also say, as much as I think that Brittany Murphy's accent is cute, I think Alicia Silverstone's like like squeaky little voice is it's so cute. And she's like, Oh, I'm having a Twin Peaks experience. And she's so mad. <laughs> and then he says, Don't you even know who my father is? Which is the, like such a boner killer. And she's like, You're a snob and a half. Yep. So she gets out of the car, which she should, and he leaves, which sucks. <laughs> And then she gets mugged. She gets mugged. And she goes. I always Josh. felt like this was weirdly out of place in this movie. Like she did not need to get mugged to have the like. I don't know. It to just have to weird. call Josh. Yeah. I, yeah. Like, well, because she could, she would have had to call somebody anyway. Right. So she probably didn't need to, but she does this whole thing about. And then you know I got assaulted by my date and I got out of the car and he forced me to ruin my dress. And she yeah. Says, <laughs> but I will tell you. Here's the thing I never noticed before. So they pan up on Josh and the girlfriend's feet as the phone is ringing, and he's going, come on. That's not cute. No. So you don't, whatever. Um, but then he answers, and he goes to save her. Here's the thing. Here's a pet peeve about movies that happens in this movie and in every other freaking movie, is that when you see a phone call, not enough information is exchanged. So she does her whole little thing, like, you need to come get me. And he goes, where are you? And she goes, Sun Valley. And then he's like, fine. And he hangs and up. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where? Because that's like a place. That's not yeah, a yeah, yeah. parking lot. How does he know? How does she know how long it's going to be? How does he know where mm-hmm. to find her? Like, he, it's a payphone. He can't call her back. Like, so that's like a pet peeve of mine when people are like, all right, see you at eight. Like, if you're making a plan with me, I need to know what am I supposed to wear? What time? How long are we going to be there? What kind of person? Am I, like, what kind of shoes? Is it going to be cold? Do I need a coat? Like, what are you wearing? Are you bringing a backpack? Like, I need to know a lot of information. I cannot have you go, I'm on my way, and then hang up. (laughs) And so the girlfriend, they're having a very irritating, like, high college conversation. And she goes, well, I remember Mel Gibson accurately. Yep. No, she shows up as sort of girlfriend who we never see. Yeah, and she doesn't like it. But then he chases her and still gets a smooch. Mm -hmm. Even Fabio Maimasu said I had a lot of tension in my back. (laughs) So then we get the breadstick conversation about technically a virgin. Mm-hmm. And here's the nerd canon PSA. Virginity is stupid and made up by the patriarchy. So we don't need to do that anymore. That's not a real thing. Somebody else's body does not change your body or your state in the world. And you don't need to do that anymore. So I'm just going to go ahead and strike that from the record. You do need a promise ring, though. You have to get a promise <laughs> a ring. A lot of ring. Face the right. Face a certain way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so that's that's my uh, stance on that. And then she does this sad rolling with the homies and starts and her crying. Head I could tell that Grives, Ty's grieving experience would be considerable. She says that searching for a boy in high school is as useless as searching for meaning in a Polly Shore movie. But then Christian shows up, and he's uh, he's so cute. And then she does a whole speech about violence on TV. Violence on TV. She does a whole remember. debate on that news needs it for 
entertainment or news. Since it's on the news, we should let shows need it for entertainment value. And oh, <laughs> yeah, Breckenmeyer yeah. says that it was fine holiday fun. And Amber says, I thought it reeked. <laughs> you skipped over. Weird. There's there's an image. It's just, I think this is right before Christian shows up where she's talking about somehow she's talking about guys in high school. Like, or is this right as Christian yeah, shows up I or something and how he dresses? Oh, what did you say? Oh, I said the Polly Shore comment. No, 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 no. When Christian shows up and he's dressed in a very certain way. And then mm-hmm. there's like a shot of like five guys walking on a sidewalk. Yes. In the in I, the like quintessential I think 90s. that might be somewhere all the young dudes and the music yes, is playing. Yes, yes. I just image of the young dudes. That's what I wrote. Rose hair. <laughs> and we're just supposed to swoon as if like yeah <laughs> man some of the outfits that they put together for those young dudes are just but like i, I mean, know it, people that wore those outfits <laughs> that look like that yeah yes <laughs> sure those yeah. were the people i was friends with <laughs> <laughs> the hugely baggy cut off shorts that was definitely if you a thing. couldn't fit an orphan child in the he- the bottom <laughs> your of your pants. jeans then you <laughs> yeah. weren't doing it right Right. And then they would like right. suck up the water because like <laughs> it's Buffalo and there's standing snow on the ground. You would just suck water up to your knee. It would wick. And then you'd be sitting in math class just like cold ass wet calves all day. Like, ew, ew. So she starts a campaign to show him how desirable she is. And she goes, uh, and sometimes you have to show a little skin because that reminds boys of being naked and being naked reminds them of sex. <laughs> She says this like it is new information. (laughs) He comes to pick her up and she has the whole moment where she comes down the stairs. And Cher, what's that? A dress, says who? Calvin Klein. (laughs) (laughs) Looks like underwear. Super cute. Yeah, it's just a little white thing. And then he goes, he asks if he wants a drink. You think I give alcohol to teenage drivers taking out my daughter? (laughs) Hey, Beth. What? Do you like Billie Holiday? I love her. No, she says, I love him. Oh, I love him. Yes, that's yeah. what she says. I love him. I love him. So, but my favorite line is the Dan Hedaya line where he says, I have a 45 and a shovel. I don't think anyone would miss you. <laughs> and I don't normally like the protective dad gig, but his protective delivery dad, was very you. good. Yes. Yeah. So, Billy Holiday, I love him. And he goes, mm-hmm. right. So then they get there on the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. This is a great car he's got. Yeah, he does have a very cool car. Anyway, Mighty Mighty Boston's. obnoxiously rich. Okay, this is what I wrote down for this, because I think basically everyone in America in the mid-90s had the Mighty Mighty Boston's CD with the white cover. Did everyone in America... (laughs) Serious guy. (laughs) I sure did. Yeah. But tomorrow they'll be held to bay. No, that's Uh, Rollin' Zippers. Oh, is it really? Well, what Mighty Boston never had to knock on wood. Is it them? Yes, those, that's like, the one. Again. Okay, okay. <laughs> yes. Yes, but they don't play any of the ones that are popular. And you're right. right. I'm so sorry. I no. got squirrel. Every person who knew that was yelling at me the whole time I did it. <laughs> I had all of those. <laughs> me too. Out of, the five people, out of the five people who are listening. I had both of yeah. those CDs, 100%. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're right, but they don't sing any of their popular ones because there was probably legal obligations not to. Mm-hmm. Ty falls down the stairs, and I am a girl who falls down the stairs. So <laughs> <laughs> I am clumsy. I don't know how my body works, and I trip a lot. I literally tripped in front of a student two days ago on the stairs and almost died, and I like 
tried to pretend like it didn't happen. And she was like, I agree to pretend that this didn't happen because I'm 14 and embarrassed for you. Yep. Yep. She fell down and she's like, oh, shit. Now all night I'm going to be known as the girl. Fell down. Yeah, Lisa like, yeah. like, no, no one will lose. And somebody immediately comes over and is like, yeah. are you okay? We saw you fell down the right. stairs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Then She's you get a montage of Ty not knowing what to do with her shirt. So oh, she like yeah, yeah. does all the different things with it, which I have also done. Because fashion is confusing. And she has a full-on I've never on had Monet. that many accessories to do that with. No, you've never had six shirts on and overalls at no. the same time. No. I have. I wore that same outfit with like a baby tee and overalls and then a flannel <laughs> on top. And then when you're hot, you don't know what to do with the flannel. I, have I don't think I've worn overalls no since I was like three. So, yep. And then Josh dances with her and she goes, do you see how Christian is totally falling in love with me? And then yeah. he's at the bar yeah. literally like flirting and they want to yep. go home. And so it would be pretty dope if we brought home snacks for the lawyers. And then we cut to Paul's favorite show, Ren and Stimpy. Yep. Yeah, we had Beavis and Butthead and Ren and Stimpy. It's way existential. <laughs> yeah. And uh, she's grooming. And one of the things Amy Heckerling, so when they wrote this movie, they went to high schools and like hung out in high schools to get like the lingo and how people acted and stuff. And she goes, one of the things I noticed is that every single girl was in a constant state of grooming. Like, oh, true. Constantly That's 100% hair, still true. lipstick, yes. 100%. Like the amount of girls who will put on a whole second face of makeup like in the middle or of the like day, whole like second outfits, yeah, yep, 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 yep. Or like if you have, a, I feel like somehow if you have enough pieces to your outfit, you can like do this mm-hmm. magic trick where all of a sudden you're wearing like a That's whole a totally different, different thing, but it's all the same stuff. I don't get it. That's yep. there's some weird black magic happening there. Yep, that's the whole thing. And they still do it. Christian has a thing for Tony Curtis. She still doesn't know. <laughs> and she still doesn't know. And sporadicus. <laughs> and she does the very. She burns the thing and then she falls off the bed and she looks so pretty and she's so sad when he leaves. (laughs) I feel like this hair flip off the bed is pretty iconic, isn't it? That's like a thing. I don't know. It's so good. They actually read, they like redid it recently uh, on one of their social media. They like got together and she like totally like did it again and it was really cute. (laughs) So she absolutely like goes to flip her. I feel like that's me trying to be sexy. I'm like, oh, did I do it? And then I fall. Like I don't. Well, I'm not gay, but Christian's like, when she's like, my feet are cold and he like puts the blanket on. That's me flirting. I mean, I'm still trying to flirt, but that's like, oh, you're cold. Let me put this thing on your feet. (laughs) Oh, let me, right. You don't get that she's trying to. I don't get it. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Amazing. So then we get in the car the next day and she's trying to tell Dion and Murray goes, he's a cake boy. And they're like, what? He has a disco dancing, Oscar Wilde reading, Streisand (laughs) ticket holding, Brenda Dorothy. Brenda Dorothy. Yep. And uh, he is. But the best part is, is nobody cares. Murray knows, doesn't care. They're still friends. Yeah. Nobody's shitty about it, but he's just really surprised they didn't know that. Right. <laughs> like, I don't think I heard the cake boy thing in anything other than this movie. Is I that feel like-, like maybe I have, but maybe it's just this. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Friend of Dorothy is, de- I mean, that's a whole, like, that's obviously a, a thing. Yeah. But like, cake boy? I don't know that one. Yeah, I don't know. So then we get on the freeway accidentally. And then after that, her uh, virginity goes from technical to non-existent. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, we get the tie over the banister and Christian saves her. There is snack well product placement at the lunch table. Do you – have you ever eaten a snack, snack well? Snack well. I don't know what a snack well is. So, Okay. Toxic diet culture, which we talked about a little bit with her saying about how she felt full from eating like a bowl of cereal. Mm-hmm. 
Toxic diet culture was like in high, high swing during the like mid late 90s when this movie was made. And Snackwell was a brand of cookie that was supposed to be good, but tastes like cardboard because it's a diet cookie. So they're wow. like, well, you're too fat to deserve a real cookie, but you could pretend and you could eat this shitty cookie. And you know who my mother bought those all, all the time. Mm. So they're not good. And I thought it was super. I, I haven't like seen it in a million years. We had multiple assemblies at my high school, which were like, trying to we would have an assembly that was like hey let's have positive body image and then the very next assembly would be like people from a modeling place that was trying to like lure young people into be models for bad contracts and stuff the amount of modeling stuff that happened in high school it was like army and model they were like let us call these teenagers like what (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. but yeah snack wells and then so Ty's popular now, and she's a monster. She created a monster. She is a monster. Yep. <laughs> she's trying to find. She's got her driver's test, and she's trying to find her most capable outfit. And Lucy's so mad. I am not a Mexican. She's so mad. <laughs> yeah. Um, which she should be, and all of that is true. So what? I'm just the worst. And he's like, "You're such a fucking brat." <laughs> so she fails the driving test, and the guy tells her, "Girly, as far as you're concerned, I am the Messiah. Of the deal. Yeah. First of all, wait, people shouldn't call people girlies. That's a bad thing, but that's true. Girly? Mm, not no, cute. Not cute. But this is the the most failure of a driver's test that you could possibly have. Like yes, it's every she literally strike. hits another car. Like and he doesn't let her drive back. That's that's uh <laughs> get out of the car. Yep. And then she gets home and they're playing fucking hacky sack, which is like such a uh-huh. like fucking that time college guy thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So she has hacky a shit sack. that she wants that she wants to burn, and um, this is where we get you're a virgin who can't drive, and she's so mad. Mm-hmm. She says, "Way harsh tie," and that is also something I feel like I say. <laughs> <laughs> But for yep. the record, I love her most capable outfit. I love her outfit. So then this is when Jewel is singing and we get the title watch. I was just totally clueless. And then she says, mm-hmm. I love Josh. I am majorly, totally buck crazy in love with Josh. <laughs> That's a moment. And the light comes on in the fountain and Jewel is singing. Mm-hmm. Whole thing. And then we're highlighting the September 3rd files. And the dad is really sweet, like, and then she has this little montage of realizing how nice everybody is in her life, like, yeah, that people are really nice to each other and she should just do something to make herself feel better. So she does the Pismo Beef, Pismo Beach thing. And as soon as she says it, the dad says to Josh, this is your influence. <laughs> and like, he's like, what do you mean? I love how Ta- Travis donates a bong. Yep. A couple bongs, I think. <laughs> couple, yeah. A couple. A couple. Yeah. He's in a he's in a program, but he doesn't know how many steps. Twelve? <laughs> How'd you know? Wild guess. Yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> Some performative charity so, here. Yep. And then they make up. They make up. Tie and share. Make up at the skating thing. Mm-hmm. And she's got little pippy. <laughs> she's she's so cute. Ty is so cute, and they cry and they make up. You've been nothing but super duper nice to me. She's so cute. And Travis does so good, and you can see the sparks yeah, flying. So, so now. Mm-hmm. What? I mean, his stunt his stunt person does really good. But. Oh, yeah, sure. Sure. <laughs> I don't fucking know literally anything about skateboarding. I'm like, he did it and he didn't fall. So did he do good? It seems like he yep. did good to me. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
That's enough. That's all I need. So then we cut to the table and we got Pippi Longstocking and Forrest Gump. And then they both, like, she takes the braids out and he takes the hat off. They tease each other and then they both, like, so they're obviously mm-hmm. into each other. And then that guy's super mean for no reason. I don't Which think guy? I know enough about oh, lawyering. Oh, random lawyer no. guy? Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't think I know yeah. enough to know why that was a problem because you can't just, like, reorganize the files. She didn't, like, shred it. Like, right. I don't know. But then we have the top of the stairs and we have this whole conversation and she says, you think I'm beautiful? And he goes, you know, you're gorgeous. And and then they smooch. And they have an awkward top of the steps kissing scene. The, the yeah. top of the steps kissing is, you know, it's whatever. I thought it was romantic. <laughs> and you know what happens next. And then it cuts to the wedding. And Wallace she says, Sean? it has if. Wallace Shawn and I don't know who Geist that Miss They're getting married, yeah. and as as you would do if you were getting married today as an educator, you would have all of your students present and the as the bridesmaids. Maybe they realize that she helped set them up or something. I mean, you, that you would might be the invite only... a student. Here's the thing: you just we were talking about having students try and set you. If a student set yeah. you up with the person you eventually married, would you invite that student to your wedding? I don't know. Maybe are they graduated? Weirdos. <laughs> I'm about to get drunk. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know why I said that. Yeah, I don't know. But anyway, Cher catches it. They have a pool going for $200. Yep. So I have a, I have a question for you. D- number one, during this this bouquet toss, she definitely yes. like sits right on Amber's face. Like she falls. She absolutely does. They, they tumble her. very dramatically and she yep. crushes their dome. But I've been to weddings where... I thought like there's going to be a fist fight because of this throwing yes. the bouquet thing. Yep, so and have it, I. like people are boxing each other out mm-hmm. and knocking them down. I've also been to weddings where they throw the bouquet and it just sort of like awkwardly falls on the floor and nobody yeah, actually everybody wants like to... steps away yes. and they're like, no, thank you. It's your, it I depends on your it. crowd, you know. I, it does. It depends it, on your crowd. It. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've been. I think that's a weird thing. We don't need to do that anymore. This is a weird thing. I think that's less weird than them throwing the garter. Because well, I've had to so stand you, there and like not catch a garter. I don't want to catch that. Right. Like, well, as and a then twelve year old. And then the follow up is putting the garter on the chick who caught the yes. bouquet. Yeah, yeah, that no, part you don't have to do. Don't do that. Mm, don't do that. None of that garter business has to happen. If you want to throw your bouquet because you think it's cute, go for it. But we don't need to do that garter thing. That's a weird vibe. <laughs> right. It's a real weird yeah. vibe. We also don't need to wear garters on our on our arms at proms. We don't need to do that anymore. I, I'm, that I'm relieving you of that responsibility. Yes. And then I put it on your fucking visor in your car for 10 years. Don't do anything. Oh, anymore. yeah. I do. Yeah. Yeah. Right? We don't need to do it. Nope. And then they have one more final kiss. And I always thought this kiss was so sexy. Like, there's tongue. And <laughs> I don't know. For, and yeah, it's a sexy middle school kiss. Right. And that's the end. I don't know. Whatever. They're very attractive, <laughs> and they really no, like each yeah. other. Yeah, yeah. Awesome I fucking love I this movie. What did you think? So here's the thing. I think it's a good movie. It's not necessarily my cup of tea, and sure, as usual, suspects was not mine. Exactly. And I, I came in thinking, I don't think this goes in my canon because I don't have a lot of nostalgia about it. I don't think it's particularly like. Is it influential to the film? world and this type of genre i don't know and then like i partly i enjoyed just talking about it with you because you're excited about it and it's it was fun and it's funny i think it does move really quickly 
mm-hmm. which is a good thing. Like it, it gets yeah, through a I, lot. I think the storytelling is still really tight. It's, it's yeah, it's really tight. You're right. I still think it doesn't go in my canon. I don't think this is one I'm going to be like, oh yeah, let's like sit down and watch Clueless. But I don't know. Maybe it would come up. It's like just out of my canon. I think it's on the you? secondary list. It is in. The, it's like the secondary list, the backup. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it definitely is in mine. Uh, currently, my human children are girly, quote unquote, and they love fashiony stuff. And if mm. they continue on that trajectory, I think they would love this. Yeah. Even though that fashion will look different or outdated to them. Although, right now, if you walk into a Kohl's, there is Elise Silverstone's <laughs> actual yellow fucking skirt on a mannequin at the front of Kohl's. Yeah, and I was I, like. I, have I been transported? So right now that's fashionable. By the time my kids are old enough to watch this, it will probably be out of fashion again. But I don't think there's anything no, she wears this. in this movie that's terrible. I think her fashion in this movie is a lot more timeless than anybody else's in this movie. Yes. Amber's Everybody else I feel like is transported are, straight yeah. out of the 90s. She right. just seems like nicely dressed. I don't know. Right. Yeah, I would agree with that. And I just think, you know, I think it's a cute high school story. I think there's nice friends to each other. She figures out, you know, I I just, for all those reasons we said about her being kind and sweet, I think the music's good. I'll definitely show it to them if they're interested in it. I don't know that I would like force feed it if my kids were like, that is not a thing I'm into. Yeah. But I think they will be because I think if you watch a few minutes of it, like to me watching high school movies where the kids are cool and fun from other time periods like i enjoyed that as a younger person um like i can't relate to 70s but i still like dazed and confused you know what i mean like so well so yeah we are a little sneak preview is we're doing donnie darko for patreon and it's set in the late 80s and it was definitely not made in the late 80s but it was still very fun correct in terms of watching that time period so patreon vote dukakis mm-hmm so, <laughs> yeah, so join our Patreon, Patreon. Yeah. and you can hear us talk about Donnie Darko. And I'm sure we have lots of theories and discussions regarding that <laughs> film. So thank you so much for listening. And thanks to Joke Stanza for writing our theme song. If you want to find us online, we're on all the things at NerdCanon. And you can email us at nerdcanonpodcast.com at Gmail. And we'll see you in two weeks. What's next? Lost Boys. Oh, my God. We are oh. we are into spooky we're, season. Beth. We're in a okay, spooky season. listen, you are not going to be able to handle me at my Lost Boys. Like, <laughs> I, if yes, you thought I was amped true. tonight, you guys, <laughs> you guys, I'm going to post yeah. a picture of my Lost Boys poster. Okay, this is happening. All right, okay. until next time. <laughs> Keep the nerd alive. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> <laughs>